Michael. Brendan. What's going on, man? How are you? Not much. Not much. Excited to be back into it. Yeah, it's first time in a while. It's been uh, you and I. Going right yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's good. It's first more time without a guest in a while. Coming off of a big one, though. Coming off of a big one. Coming off basically off of back-to-back. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited to get back to our roots a little bit. Just you and I. Yeah, for sure. I'm talking for a little sure. bit about corn uh, and some <laughs> other things as well. Um, it sounds like, or I saw from a snap, you, you had some corn tonight. I did. I did. I had <laughs> I had a, a corn on the cob tonight for dinner. Um, not going to lie, was a little disappointed with it. Um, not wow. sure where it was from, but um, <laughs> it wasn't very sweet. It was... Uh, I was kind of disappointed with it. It's still kind of early, I think. I think, you know, really, at least least till after 4th of July is when you start getting some really good ones. But I think that I think a lot of it's from like Georgia or something now. So Uh, kind of kind of disappointing. But once you can get the in-country, you know, corn going. So New Jersey to New Jersey, you know, I think that's probably what you're looking for. Probably what you're used to there. That's right. Yeah. I, That's like Jersey stuff. corn. Jersey corn is traditionally my favorite type of corn. How do you cook your corn on the cob, Brendan? What's your favorite way to do it? Dude, I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't know a time I've ever been the person cooking the corn. I think my mom always did it. Or if we were cooking as friends, I think someone else was usually doing it. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. But I think it's usually on the grill with like tinfoil. Yeah, that that's right. that's my favorite way to cook it. But my mom has been putting it in a big a big pot mm. um, and then just mm. steaming it or boiling yep. it. Yep, my um, mom has done that one too. I guess that way is a little easier and it takes a little. I guess it's quicker. But I like the way it tastes on the grill better. That's just that's just my personal. You get that smoky too. flavor. Yeah, you do. Stop yeah, it chars it a little bit too. Gets it gives it some good flavor, but. Either way, if you get a good piece of corn, it doesn't really matter how good you how you cook it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, Brendan, what is uh, what do you what do you want to talk about this episode? What's the, what's today's goals? Well, I think that's a great it's a great segue. I think we need to realign our goals. Um, to be honest, because we've already hit them. Um, that's right. So, so, I think the first goal. I think we need to not necessarily realign. I think we just need to have a new target of goals. So like to me, number one, let's try and hit triple digits on Twitter. And we're actually surprisingly close. We're at like 98 now. I think we're at 98. Yeah, we've gotten <laughs> a pretty decent following on Twitter now. Come across some characters for sure. Yeah. The live tweeting session um, <laughs> that is on Twitter of the last, yeah. the last podcast was – was pretty uh, pretty funny, and also I've seen a lot of corn enthusiasts come to the Twitter page I looking agree. for some good. I, you know, I didn't think there was that many <sighs> corn enthusiasts in the world, and then you know, of course, it takes a podcast about corn to really kind of go ahead and show the show them the ropes. Uh, I guess so. I am with you, man. I'm a little bit shocked at some of the response. Uh, that we've seen on Twitter, uh, especially some of the characters. I mean, they must be like fake Twitter accounts because like, I don't see, well, not that they're fake Twitter accounts, but like they must be 
they're not personal to anyone. I don't think like I think you're they're right. They're usually they seem pretty wild to me, but they are enthusiasts about <laughs> corn. Um, that is for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think we might have to have some of those guys on the podcast just That's, to hear why I, they're they're corn enthusiasts. I agree. I think we should do maybe that around the corn segment and just see who we can pick up on Twitter and just I would like to hear some of these voices and as to like how they found us and I agree. Why I agree. And why do you are think, they tweeting <laughs> Do you think that they're just like searching corn podcasts or corn Twitter page just on the know. Twitter? I wonder I how they're know. coming across us. I don't know. I have no idea. It's yeah. It's probably a mix of all of the above would be my right. guess. Well well anyway, uh, you know, the first goal that we had was hit. You know, we had a, a pretty significant guest on last week's episode of PFT. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, wh- what do you think the goals should be realigned to? So I think well one, I think if we can get a sponsor that would be epic. That would be very epic to any degree. Like I'll get paid in pretty much any sort of trade and I mm-hmm. probably regret going to, I already regret saying that. Say- <laughs> but what like, I really get mean by that corn. is I will get paid in corn. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so the way that Orville Redbacher did it by sending popcorn, if they wanted to send me popcorn, fine. That so, I will, yeah. To plug to a me, couple that, products that constitutes a sponsorship in my, in my mind. I agree. Eating popcorn for life. I think I'd prefer corn on the cob for life, but right. popcorn for throw. life is, is good too. The um, yin and the yang. The yin. <laughs> That's it. You're the yin, which is you're the main corn eater. Yep. I'm the yang where I'm probably going to have some popcorn tonight. Okay. That's a, I mean, that's a good balance for sure. It's um, a healthy amount of fiber. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, you can't eat too much corn on the cob, though. Like, <laughs> I feel like I've been eating it a little Dude, too often because I'm having it so much. I've been eating it a lot just because I want to live up to my uh, my legacy almost. But I've been eating. Well, my mom now thinks that I'm obsessed with it and she's just been buying it every week or pretty much yeah. like three times a week. So I have it pretty often. And then when she cooks it, I mean, I can't can't deny it. Nice corn on the cob. You know, it's it's almost illegal to do that. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I should probably cut back at least until the corn gets good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, man, if it's you know, smoke them if you got them. Man. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So you're right. A, a sponsor would be really nice. Um, really, you know, uh, again, we can just plug some of their products or something like that. I guess we'll have to find. Uh, you know, we'll have to we'll have to find someone who's going to help us reach out. I know you've been doing a really good job of reaching out to, to people like, you know, in the corn world. But mm-hmm. um, I think we need to maybe, I don't know, not hire someone, but just like offer them a cut if they uh, if they help us out with trying to find a sponsor. So any of our listeners yeah. want to do that, give us a shout. Um, for sure. Okay. Do you have a, what What's a goal for you? Do you have any new goals? Um. I don't know. I think, I think my goal, I, I, again, I, it's, it's gone to lengths that I never would imagine, but um, (laughs) I think that my goal as a podcaster itself is to just kind of get better at it. Um, You know, kind of listening back to my old episodes, I think I say, you know, and like a lot, I definitely want to cut that back, um, become more clear and more of like a a presence because who knows, maybe one day, 
yeah, just just kind of wanting to better myself in the podcast world because you never know who maybe someone in the podcast world, uh, you know, com- a competitive podcast or competitor of ours would maybe have us on one day or something like that. And I yeah, want to be that's a great as clear goal. and as articulate as I can. So while I love doing it, I also kind of treat it as practice and just keep talking about it. That's a great goal, Mike. I, that's yeah. fantastic. I'm going to piggyback on that and say, I'll, I'll, I agree. I would like that to be one of my goals as well. Right. So do yeah. you feel, do you feel like a corn star? <laughs> Is that where you're at? <laughs> I'm I mean, not saying I of. do, but it's, I mean, I'm approaching it. I definitely to do. A degree. I mean, a lot of my, all, so the podcast has reached my, uh, my profession. So all my work friends have been calling me the corn man. <laughs> So, yeah, I think I can consider myself a corn star, cool, man. Yeah, I think the, the amount of the amount of love that we've gotten over our podcast, I think that that, yeah, I think we can call ourselves corn stars. Yeah. I mean, who else? I, just, I mean, there's there's no one to like corn superstardom yet. Maybe that's, Orville that's Redenbacher. True. But yeah, it's probably really it. I mean, I just hope if I just hope no one turns on us. What, what do you mean turns on us? I don't know, you know. I don't know. I just hope no one turns on us. <laughs> yeah. Twitter so. it, Twitter can be ruthless. That's like, right. I was seeing, like, I think Twitter. people were call- – like, I think someone called me a boner. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Someone called us cowards, too, for not retweeting. And someone else him. called us so, cowards. Yeah. So. Um, and then one thing I also another, – as another goal, I want to be sure that all of our facts are researched and accurate because – we were called out in the last episode, almost, yeah. you know, ha- having a uh, slightly inaccurate fact. We really apologize to our, our viewers and our <laughs> listeners, but that's yeah, not going to happen are. again. And I really would not like to see that happen again. I don't want to be canceled yeah. before we even start. I'm going to default to you on all most corn facts, I think. Yeah. Well, I until, mean, I, until I get up to speed, I think. you. Well, so... Speaking of, we'll we'll get to that. And, and Brendan, I think you've done a really great job of doing the research today. Um, you know, usually yeah. I'm the one that does the research, but you did a lot of good stuff for today. So I'm excited to get into that. But first, uh, speaking of canceled, uh, I got a cob slam for you. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. You know what I'm gonna say? This week. This week. Uh, honestly, probably not surprising to anybody, but Chris D'Elia got uh, got canceled. Did you see that? I'm going to slam him because he's been he's been hitting up underaged females for 10 years total as long as he can. Was he a Vine guy? Is that how he started? The first time that I saw him was in Workaholics. Um, Hmm. He was he played like in that he played the pedophile guy who like the the guys like set him up to come in and, you know, they they basically catfished him into coming over and then they realized he was like a cool guy because he brought an xbox and some weed and he just like became one of the guys when they realized that he was a pedophile so they they cut him loose but that was the first time i saw him that that's like now true but it just came true not really sure how that get that revolves around corn but i just figured i think i want to slam him no i mean it's a cob slam it is it's definitely a cob slam and it's on my mind and i've seen a lot of stuff on on twitter about him and i have no sympathy for him because first of all I mean, you can't do shit like that, of course. But two, like, I never thought he was that funny. I mean, he's not like a funny guy. I, don't I, don't know. I didn't think he was that funny either. I, like, you know, there's many other comedians that are out there that I, I would, if they got, you know, 
Now, obviously, you can't be doing stuff like that regardless, even if you're the funniest guy on earth. You can't yeah. do that. But, I mean, for him to do it, I'm, you know, definitely not even going to give him sympathy for him. So, it is what it is. That was my cop slam of the day. Do you have anyone to slam? No, no. I, I think I think we're good. I think, you know, our official stance would be we're anti-Kim Jong-un, and now we're anti-Chris anti Delia. Or just Delia. pedophiles in general. We're, we're anti-pedophiles in general. Yeah. 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 Don't do that. Which is shit. a good stance, I think. Yeah, definitely a good stance. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would, you know, I, I don't want to see Chris D'Elia eating any corn in the next couple months or years or ever, really. So that'll be good. Yep. Yep. 100%. Cool. Um, that's, a, that's a great cop slam. And mm-hmm. uh, I think it's also a good segue into kind of the investigation that I, I, I put out there because we're going to kind of head towards the movie industry. Oh. But and it's it, it's not a great investigation. So what I've done is I've tried to launch an investigation into Christopher Nolan. Okay. And trying to a cancel investigation or a good no, investigation. No, no, no. Oh, oh, Just okay. Going good. Back yeah, I don't want him corn. to get canceled. Back to the corn. Okay. Back to the corn. Back to the corn. Back to the corn. So what I've done, Mike, and it, and it was, I think when I googled Christopher Nolan and that my my official investigation is that I'm trying to figure out the clear corn connections between all of his movies, because we already mentioned that there's interstellar and there's inception. Yep. And uh, that's pretty much it. I searched, I looked into all of his scripts so far, zero, zero results for corn maze or Cobb. Wow. And want to know the most shocking part of my investigation. And it doesn't really, it, well, it shouldn't surprise anyone that Dunkirk script is 82 pages. Yeah. Whoa, wow. 82. That's it. That's Yeah, I feel like it should be more than that. But I guess a lot of it's just There's like, no dialogue. It's just like yeah, planes. not a lot of just a lot of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of planes, a lot of boats, a lot of guns. So, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, so I just have more to do. The only connection is that the interstellar corn farm is the same cornfield used in Man of Steel. Oh. Which is, which is the... Um, Superman, right? Yeah. So Superman. That's, that's the farm that Clark Kent grew up on. Wow, we never talked about that either. Wow. Yep. He grew up on a yep. corn farm. And look at, look at that. Superman grew up on a corn farm. That's... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Think about all the good stuff corn has done for us. And then the only loose end I have on that is that that's DC Universe, and Christopher Nolan did Dark Knight Rises and The Dark Knight and Batman Begins. Yeah. Okay. So I gotta look. I gotta look into there, but like the, the scripts for those don't have anything either. No. So now I gotta like probably have to watch each movie because if they went off script. Hmm. Yeah. Now we have to find the little, uh, you know, the little mentions in there. Well, that's interesting though because didn't Christopher Nolan, it, like, isn't the corn farm? In Interstellar, Christopher Nolan's like, doesn't he own and operate that corn farm? So I read that too a little bit. It's like he he did just for the shoot. Like he doesn't actually own and operate it, but he was like somehow managed to like turn a profit or like break even. So like his movie budget for buying it ended up being like net neutral essentially. So like it wasn't a big deal that he bought it because he ended up selling all the corn. Got it. Oh, interesting. Oh, he doesn't keep it up. It was just for the movie. I think it was just for the movie, yeah. But then, but he's, so, 
for Man of Steel, then did he, did he make money because he let the filmer, like I guess the the people who made that movie, did they use the cornfield and did he get paid on that? So I so I think he used so he directed that one too, or he produced oh, really? it. I, Man, yeah, oh, he I produced Man of Steel, I think, and then he just used that same cornfield. Cool. So I think the timeline there is probably off now that I think about it. Do you think that's the most famous cornfield in the world? I don't think so. Because there's probably – no, 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 no. Oh, my God, dude. There is – um. Oh, someone told me today. There's this museum of corn. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone told me that today. Corn wow. Palace, dude. It's called Corn Palace. Corn Palace. Yep. Oh, my goodness. South Dakota. Visited up to by 500,000 people each year. Wow. That's probably more people than live in South Dakota. <laughs> Maybe. Let me check. That's, that's crazy. Like, isn't that corn pass? I think, going back to the goals, I think I, I'd like to go there. Oh, I definitely want to go there. To the corn palace? Is it like a, oh my God, Dude. I just Googled it. It looks like a Taj Mahal that's donated mm-hmm. to corn. Damn. <laughs> no way. A Taj Mahal that's literally all about corn. That's insane. Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures. I'm trying to figure out why. Why does this exist? Wow. I was trying to see if it was made out of corn. today. When you said Taj Mahal, the first thing I could think of is like Curly and the Chocolate Factory, where like there's a scene <laughs> where like the Prince like makes a Taj Mahal type structure out of chocolate, and then it gets really hot and it melts. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> uh, vaguely, vaguely. That's from the yeah. the re the Charlie like, and the Chocolate the Factory. Reboot. Johnny the Depp. reboot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> That's so funny. That's where my mind went. Yeah. But and I also how is yeah, the corn that, I'm adding that to our goals to go to. Oh my god. Wait. So the Mitch it's in a town called Mitchell, South Dakota. It's a multi-purpose area facility which is called the Corn Palace. It's called the Mitchell Corn Palace or also the world's only Corn Palace. Shocker. And the Mitchell High school basketball team name <laughs> is the Mitchell High School Colonels, <laughs> but not Colonel as in like like Army Colonel, like C O N O or C O L O N A L. Like it's Colonel, like K E R N E L. So, do so they that, just play basketball here. No, no, is this a, is a basketball arena. Oh, it's a multi-purpose arena. Wow. Oh, 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 oh. It's like a it's like an arena. It's like a like a concert hall and like a, like a <laughs> facility and stuff. Dude, imagine corn playing in Corn Palace. Oh my god. Corn Palace concerts 2020. Ah. Oh, this says like Johnny Cash played there a bunch of times, the Beach what? Boys. Yeah, why hasn't Corn played there? That would have been Nuts of corn played there. Well, I guess it's in South Dakota, so I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of corn, like the band Corn fans in South Dakota. 
seems like the place that would have a bunch of people like that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't really know anything about that band, to be honest. Like, they're super heavy rock. Uh, kind of, yeah, they're like heavy metal, I'd say. Oh, yeah, dang. We could... Benson Entertainment, they would have a better schedule, obviously, if we weren't in this COVID environment. Yeah. Damn shame. Hopefully, they're, like, hanging in there. Right. Me, too. Oh, wow. <laughs> Barack Obama's visited there, too, in 2008. Really? That's wild. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to go there. Maybe maybe with our, uh, with our, with our T-shirt profits, we can... Uh, <laughs> yeah. We can get an Airbnb out there and visit the corn farm or the corn palace. Yeah. Um, or I'm with that. Or well, this, but also the uh, the corn festival that uh, Mr. Skinner was talking about. Yeah, yeah. That well, would be per- cool this... too. The popcorn festival. Yeah, this is now. Yeah, I guess that one was more strictly popcorn. Jake Owen in 2012. Sorry, I'm going back to Pat Benatar. Ah. Which one's Pat Benatar? Brad Paisley. Does she sing? Pat uh, Benatar. Oh, that's right. Hit me with your best shot. That's her? Yep, yep, wow. yep. Oh, they got wow, she's big a names. 2020 induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Wow. Congratulations, yeah. Pat Benatar. I think what, well-deserved. Brendan, wild idea. But what if we liaison a concert that oh, corn oh. comes and plays at the corn palace. I'm in. And we I can think. we can like have it like it be a like a charity concert all about corn and the, the growing you know corn industry. And then we have the band corn come and play there for a charity concert. Is that too ambitious, you think? No. I, I at this point I don't think anything's too ambitious. That is I'm... that all right, new goal. That's what I want to do. To have corn. We're gonna have a concert yeah, at I Corn set up, Palace. I want to set up a charity. My only thing is, does Corn do covers or anything like that? Because I just don't know if I know any of their songs. Oh, you, dude, you definitely know their songs. Twisted Transistor. I, know, like, tw- I only know Twisted Trans- Transistor. And uh, yeah, they got which, a by the way, Freak on the Leash coming undone is very awesome. Have you ever seen that music video? The music video? Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't. I know dude, the it's coming got, like, undone. Little John. Video. It's got like. It's Twisted Transistor does? Yeah, dude. It's wow. like not anyone from Corn. It's like all these like 2000s like rap stars. It's pretty wow. awesome. Wow. Cool. Yeah, I have to check that out. I know I've seen the the Coming Undone video. It's like it's like them just like playing when there's an earthquake going on. It was kind of weird, but Yeah, dude. The thumbnail is just Lil John. Lil John. <laughs> Twisted Transistor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great. You got to watch that. It's awesome. All right. I, I'm going to have to check that one out. Dude, I'm I'm like really impressed with this corn palace. Like it looks like a Taj Mahal, but it's, it has concerts in it. Imagine waiting outside for like a regular concert and then just it's it's the corn palace, but it looks like this. Looks like you're going to a circus. It does. And now I'm thinking uh what's that traveling circus? Uh Big Apple. Big Apple Circus, Cirque du Soleil. Is that a circus? I think I think, I think I'm yeah, Circus Delay is like ballet, I feel like. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking I was I used to, for the longest time I thought it was Circus Olay. But it's not. <laughs> what do you mean? Like Circus Olay instead of Cirque du Soleil. Like you know how it's said like that? Cirque Soleil? Yeah. 
I don't know if I'm hearing a difference. Circus, so oh, you're saying sir? Oh, 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 it's Cirque. Yeah, it's not Cirque uh, Circus Soleil. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay, now it's, I got it. It's yeah, it's Cirque. French, right? It's Cirque S I S I R Q U E Du Soleil. Soleil. So Cirque du Soleil. What do you One say? More time? Sounds <laughs> Cirque Cirque du Soleil. But then it's I thought it was Cirque du Soleil. But I, I was clearly wrong. Hip on hip, that. hip hip hooray, hooray. Department um, of Homeland Security. Yeah. So Brendan, I'm actually I'm really I'm really impressed with the the research that you did for this because the only research that I did for this episode was watch the movie Signs. <laughs> and can you is that who directed that? It was M Night Shyamalan. Wow. M Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. He it was he was in it. Um, it was not my favorite movie <laughs> I've ever seen. It was a little strange, and I didn't. Is it love about it. what's it about? It's about aliens, and crop circles. It starts with okay, crop circles. That's what I so, so the sign is a crop circle. Is that kind of? Yeah, I don't want to ruin okay. it for anybody, but it's like I don't know. I didn't love it to be honest. It was kind of weird. It was like I don't know. I just didn't love it. But um, how long is it? It was it was pretty long. Mel Gibson, Joaquin Phoenix. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, some some big names in it, but I yeah. just I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um. But anyway, they say in that like a crop circle comes up and they think it's it's like in their corn farm at their their big farm and they think that it's a um that it's that it's just like local kids like playing a prank on them. But then they realize that it's happening all over the ta- over the, the world. So what the aliens did, what the crop circles were originally meant to do for the aliens was to be used as communication and um, like use them as, as kind of markers so that they could travel and navigate the, the, the world. So that's what they used it as. They, they marked them each kind of similarly but different. So they could kind of navigate each place around the country or around the world. And that's why via, they, via crop, crop circles. circles. Yeah. So that's like their, you know, turn left here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly. When I, I was, cause I knew you were watching that. So I looked up a very little amount on crop circles. My focus was really into the investigation mm-hmm. of Christopher Nolan movies, which by the way, when you say, when you Google how many movies has Christopher Nolan directed, Google mm-hmm. comes back and says just about, or says at least fourteen. Yeah, like I, would, I think that would be a little bit more. I just, I don't know. I thought that would be a little more precise. Uh, just about like, this investing. Well, you like, said at least fourteen. Like, it, tell me, either it is or, or it isn't. isn't. Yeah. 14. Well, like you, there, I you don't think he's got probably a bunch of like little like, uh, side yeah. projects or um, that's fair. Like indie movies or movies that haven't been released on the big screen. I think his first movie was Memento, right? He's was... part of that group. Yeah, Memento's on there. Because Memento's like a weird trilogy where it's, isn't there three of them and only... What no. was the most recent one? Isn't Memento... Memento... Isn't No, I thought Memento was the one where the guy couldn't remember who he was. Like, he had really short-term memory loss and, he, and it kept, like, cutting out because he didn't know who he was. Uh, snap, man. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm thinking of something else. Yeah. Oh, well. 
but yeah, that's interesting about the crop circles. Like why else would they have crop circles? Like why else would aliens have make crop circles if it wasn't for navigational purposes? Yeah, that's a good point. I never thought, I thought it was maybe, cause what I looked up, it was like, Oh, it was graffiti. It was like alien graffiti, which I was like, that doesn't make sense. But that makes a lot more sense to me. Yeah. It was like a navigation. You know, they only really started coming up in like the seventies. But I think that's because that's the only time you can really start noticing them. Because, like, when we're humans in the air that often, you know? Yeah. Well, there's there's been a lot of – well, even in New Jersey, there's been a lot of, like, uh, alien folklore and rumors that have happened, like, you know, stemming from crop circles and then that whole thing with the world of worlds and everything like that, where it was, you know, some, like, silo was shot or a water tower was shot with something, and they thought it was all aliens. <laughs> I think a lot of it was just hoaxes and people don't really know that they were real. But honestly, remember remember a couple of weeks ago that UFO sighting that NASA released? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe these crop circles are real. They very well could be. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the other thing, too, is, is the reason the movie is called Signs. I mean, it's kind <laughs> of all a... Uh, it's a big, I don't know. It's, it's, it was kind of corny. <laughs> Get it? But it was more just like, it, it was just weird how the whole movie was about different kind of signs. Like, of course, the crop circles were a sign that something was coming or whatever right. it is. But um, it was also about like divine intervention. Like, the guy was a renounced reverend and, you know, his dying wife had some had some last minute words or his their dying words that uh, were important in the rest of the movie and they were all significant. So that was like the original sign. But um, either way, just the sign that we, like if you put take that into real life by a huge leap, like you see the signs of UFOs in in like released by NASA, and then you see things like crop circles and how the Mayans and the pyramids were all similar. Like there's a lot of signs that that could exist. Does that make sense? Am I talking in circle? <laughs> I, think, I think that was circular, but boy, went down a rabbit hole. <laughs> Dude, I'd, be, I'd be lying if I said I haven't done that before. I think you just, I think you just, whatever you just said was a sign in itself because yeah. I don't, I think that was circular. I, I, but I agree. Yeah. I, well, I full, full the point agree is, with what you're saying. <laughs> the point is that it, the aliens have definitely shown their presence, and corn is involved. <laughs> yeah, corn is a. Yeah, that's actually okay. And I not just, and not just from the crop circles, but you know, you just think of the Mayans and the and the Aztecs and the pyramids, mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. the Mayans were the first ones to you know, harvest the corn plant. Uh, and then they also had pyramids. So stay with me here. But I'm with what you. I'm if with you. the corn plant itself is alien? Is it, it the corn plant? Like, is yeah. It, yeah, that's fair. Remember, like it was planted here by an alien? Yeah, like that. It was, it was so, shown so to us ago. by the aliens because – it's not it doesn't occur naturally in the wild. Like the corn plant does not occur naturally. It's like <laughs> Wait, gen- really? modified. Yeah, we, we did that. Like it's not it doesn't it was like genetically kind of made so it grows it a certain type of way that you can eat it. Right. 
So what if that, like, they figured it out because of the aliens? Who also, by the way, so they also help build the pyramids all across the country and are all across the world. Right. In theory. In theory. Yeah. So we're in alien theory right now. So they built all the pyramids. Yeah. Which include the Mayans, which is the corn origination. Yep. And so what we're saying is that is corn a product of alien teachings or is it just a straight product of aliens because we were as humans unable to produce this and it turns out to be the most important if not the most well i guess i already just said the most important or one of the more important grains crops that's right the entire world that's right and and what if the crop circles are the aliens way of saying like yeah this is something that we invented. Like they want to just put their mark on it or maybe for the rest of the universe, they're putting their mark on. Okay. Yeah. Like we, Oh, or maybe the corn circles, the crop circles are their way of saying the aliens brand, you know, like the corn is, is a specific brand of an alien life form. And that's why they have to put the crop circles there. Cause it, it signifies the brand. Like Nike has the swoosh. Right. Like okay. you have to put the swoosh on everything. What if the crop circle is corn? Right. Corn made by alien Nike A. Swoosh. The other crop circles like made by alien B. Yeah. Wow. So now we're talking multiple types of aliens. Well, That's no. Interesting. Uh, just, just like the reason, like they, you know, they, they introduce this plant to the, to the world and they want to put their stamp on it. Yeah. Okay. I buy that, to be honest. It makes sense to me. Makes makes a lot of sense. Like, why why else would corn be involved in everything that we do? Because it's the universal plant. We use it for everything. What if corn is the is the the solution to intergalactic travel? 